Welcome to episode 12 of the Total Bro Sports Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Total Bro Sports Podcast. I'm here with myself, Alex, Jack, Kai, Ben, and let's start with Jack with the news. Okay, here on the news on sports news today, the Bucks and the Chiefs playing in Super Bowl 55, the one-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's tragic helicopter crash, and Matthew Stafford trade rumors to Colts, 49ers, and Washington football team, and that scrub Dwayne Askin signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, hit it off with the 5-Minute Fire Championship Edition. 5-Minute Fire Championship Edition. Buccaneers versus Packers. Brady in the All-25s versus Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Matt wins during the regular season before. This matchup started as most other football games start, boring in the first quarter. Scoring was kept to a minimum in the first, with the Buccaneers reaching the end zone for the lone touchdown, treating the cheese heads like Swiss cheese. The Packers kept it from being an absolute blowout in the second by cutting the lead to 11. With a score 21 to 10 at half, the Buccaneers came out pillaging, forcing an Aaron, Ru- Aaron Jones fumble, which swung momentum to the All-25s. Despite Brady doing his best Jameis Winston impression, throwing three interceptions on consecutive possessions, the Packers could not cut the lead. In the final drive of the game, Aaron Rodgers and co. declined to go for the game-tying touchdown, instead opting for the field goal. The Packs never got it back. Bucks win 31-26, sending Brady to his 10th Super Bowl. Bills, Chiefs. The two Titans of the AFC battled it out for a ticket to face Brady in Tampa. While Buffalo took the lead in the first, Patrick Mahomes went off in the second quarter and led the Chiefs to three touchdowns before the half ended. In the second half, Kansas City pretty much ran away with the game, and despite an onside kick that was actually successful, no effort from Josh Allen and the Bills was good enough to pull the upset. But not before getting into an altercation in the fourth quarter that resulted in three penalties on their end. The Chiefs win 38-24 and get a ticket to the Super Bowl with a chance to win a second Lombardi trophy in a row. All right. Let's talk about these games, though. I think we should um, talk about it, talk, say our opinions about these games. But there were some you know, interesting ones here. Bucks, Packers, what are your thoughts on this game, guys? I personally believe that the Bucks they played well, but I think the Packers, they should have beat them, but – their defense wasn't playing their A game. They got burnt a lot, and Brady was just torching them because he read that they were going into zone, and he reads zone well. And Rodgers, he was playing shaky, and he was looking for Adams too much. He should have looked for other weapons. Yeah, I agree. It was kind of weird how this game turned out because I think that the Buccaneers actually had more turnovers than the Packers because Brady threw those three interceptions on three consecutive possessions. Yet the Buccaneers still beat the Packers. I think that the Packers just could never really get going. And once they started getting going, it was too late. And then you have that weird decision to kick the field goal instead of going for the touchdown and then the game-tying two-point conversion. And, like, I always had the belief coming into this game that the Packers are not made for the NFC Championship, or not made to go to the Super Bowl. They'll get to the NFC Championship, but they choke, and I was proven right again. 
the Packers have lost their last four NFC Championship games. Aaron Rodgers is one and four. It's been – it took him, I think, Bree's 15 season to get – or to – it didn't take him that long. But in 15 seasons, he has had one NFC Championship game. Brady has won one in one year. But I think it was interesting that um, – you know, I think the Bucks defense looked really good, honestly. A lot of really – like, even without Antoine Winfield, their secondary looked good. You know, they were able to make a lot of plays there. And, you know, it's it, it was it was interesting because, you know, last last time they played, it was a, a blowout, absolute blowout. Now, the Packers actually got to keep it kind of close. But there were a lot of decisions. Yeah, the field goal was definitely big, but there were a lot of things that went wrong there. Like, if you recall the play to Lazard when he threw it, he wasn't looking. If he was paying attention, it could have been a touchdown. On that other play, too, on, like, the third and goal before the field goal, Aaron Rodgers had a chance to run the ball, too. He had space. So, like, there has been – there were – and then the field goal, obviously. So, you know, they've just terrible, bad decisions in the last minute. And, you know, that cost them. Yeah, you make a great point about Aaron Rodgers hesitating to run because he definitely could have made it in the end zone. I've seen him do that on plenty of other plays, but yet he just wanted to force it to Lazard. And you, yeah. And if you hit him, it's a roughing the pat, isn't it? Like an unnecessary roughness because Rodgers is a money maker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if they hit him, it would be an unnecessary roughness. Yeah, that you make a good point there. But in football, it really comes down to the plays, as Ben was saying, that the plays that you don't make, and that those two were key, that the field goal and not and Lazard not paying attention for some reason. And especially against a team like the Bucks, who have gotten hot at the right time, you just can't make those mistakes if you want to make it to the Super Bowl. They explained why he didn't miss it. He thought – they said it was an RPO play, so – he thought it was going to be a run. He thought Aaron Rodgers was just going to hand it off. But you got to be ready for that. Like, that's just, you know, I feel like that's part of the play. Like, it's an RPO. You just got to be ready for that, though. Okay, so then what are your guys' thoughts on the decision, to about... go for three, get decision to go for three at the end of the game or go for the touchdown and the two-point? I think that you got to go for the two-pointer because the Bucks defense – no, their offense is good, but I, and I trust Rodgers. He can pull off his magic. That was way too conservative. I think they should have gone for it. Yeah, especially because they had they had a lot to lose because this is uh, this is the playoffs. Yeah, I thought I thought that was just a stupid decision. I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers, and I would trust I would trust Aaron Rodgers out of anyone to you know find someone accurately in the end zone, but also. Like, just the fact that they're playing against Tom Brady, they shouldn't have done it either. Like, I understand they trusted the defense, but I didn't trust for one second that Brady wasn't going to pick up at least one first down and finish the game. Like, if they're playing against, like, a team with a bad offense, it's a low-scoring game maybe because they had three timeouts. But still, you're playing against Brady. You got to go for it. You have to be aggressive. You are exactly right. This is a guy who has been to nine other Super Bowls. He knows 18% of the Super Bowls yeah. ever. Brady's been in. exactly he knows what he's doing so he's if with a lead like that he's going to know how to close out a game so I don't know what Matt LaFleur was thinking and then also if you look at the analytics I was curious about this 
on Yahoo Sports, the recommendation is to go for it. I think you have an additional 1.3% win percentage if you go for it. So I don't really know what he was thinking on, on that play because you normally these younger coaches are like analytics based. Like I know Sean McVay with the Rams was all into analytics when he got there and he ran a high powered offense, but I really don't know what the decision would be because the analytics aren't on your side with the, with LaFleur's decision and just the old school game or situational football is not on your side. So poor decision on Matt LaFleur's part. What do you guys think about um, AFC Championship? We all knew the Chiefs were going to win. The Bills are cursed. And the Chiefs have an OP offense with the Cheetah, Hardman, Kelsey, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. You can't stop them no matter who you put out there. Oh, yes, yeah. especially when they're secondary. Like, they, their secondary looked incredible last night. If their secondary looks like that and they have an offense like they do and they're able to shut down Brady, it's going to be just a tough, tough day. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, um, as I mentioned before already, but, like, even with a successful onside kick, they can't – they can't – the Bills can't uh, – pull it off against uh, what is probably the, the best team in all of football, right? Yeah, I saw some a really interesting fact that said if Patrick Mahomes makes the Super Bowl at Tom Brady's age, like when he's 43, it'll be 2039. Wow. And it'll be Super Bowl 73. Like, just think about that. Like, that just makes you think how – I don't know how Tom Brady's still doing it. And he's, like, knocked – Phillip Rivers just knocked him out. Drew Brees knocking him out. Still going strong. Well, Tom Brady just protects himself. Like, you'll see on – Yeah, he goes down. Plays, yeah, he just – he will go down. He just – he protects yeah. himself. And uh, also avoids, like, a sack. Well, it does a sack, but it avoids, like, a fumble injury. Like, Daniel Jones refused to get sacked, and it caused a fumble, and another time it caused a pick. And that's – no, and speaking of getting sacked, that was a – that seems to be a big problem for Josh Allen in the playoffs. Why is he I saw multiple instances, yeah, during the game where he would get dropped for 20 yards in the backfield. He just refused yeah, to yeah. go he down just go down. Away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of those one of those sacks um, resulted in the uh, that whole uh, three four penalty thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, he actually Josh Allen was the one who provoked mm-hmm. that because he threw the football at uh, that guy who sacked him. But to be honest with the listeners, this game was really a blowout from second quarter onward. The only reason the that Buffalo got a touchdown was because McCole Hardman decided to muff the punt right around the goal line. And then it, they we had to wait until the fourth quarter for the Bills to actually start scoring. And that and by that yeah, point, that, I guess we can consider that garbage time. Yeah, I was – that one play, I was wondering if Hardman was ever on the Chargers. No, that no was he so was – he's a – Kansas City Chiefs draft pick. One of the additions to the already stacked receiving. No, Hardman, Hardman is really fast. 
And yeah, he yeah, he and you saw dangerous. him on one of those what end around plays he got yeah, out there. Yeah, fifty one yards. Yeah, he and the cheetah, like you said, Jack, just basically took over that game. He was uncoverable. Yeah, the cheetah torched the Bucks last time. The cheetah was yeah. practicing his social distancing against the Bucks, and then in in this game against the Bills secondary. I don't know. No one could keep up with them. In week twelve, when they when the Chiefs played the Bucks, Tyree Kill had two hundred yards in the first quarter. Yeah, he is a little. Just a little heads up. But All right, so they do you guys, to... do you guys think that that is what is going to come in the Super Bowl? Is it going to be something crazy like that, or have the Bucks or the Bucks a if different you, team Hill, from Week Twelve? What I think they should do if I'm the Bucks right now, I would put a man-to-man on Tyreek and a coverage and like a spy on him, like double cover. I know him Bill Belichick did that. I guess the problem with the Chiefs' offense is there just too many weapons. It's just stress. It stresses you have the Hardman defense. To worry about. Yeah, you have Hardman, but also I think at the time where Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. But also at the time when Bill Belichick shut down the Chiefs' offense and shut down Hill, they didn't have a like. They didn't have solid a running back. Running game. Well, they had Damian Williams, but he's not Clyde Edwards-Helaire level. Nor did and they also have they Le'Veon have Bell. They just they are stacked offensively, and their right. defense is great yeah. too. Yeah, Chris Jones and like the Honey Badger. Yeah, how do you well, beat this team? Daryl Williams is now the number one running back, though, because Le'Veon's hurt and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Just... Well, he's pretty. He's showing some pretty. He's pretty good too. He saw. Yeah, he had yeah. some. He had some good runs. Yeah, and yeah, touchdown. Bills. Yeah, just the Chiefs are just too fast. Andy Reid loves the speed. Like they have, you know, Tyreek Hill, even Byron Pringle. He he had three catches yesterday. Nicole Hardman. They're just too fast. But like Jack said briefly. Bucks will be more prepared and 100% will have Tyreek Hill locked. I mean, that, that they should plan to, you know. I, I don't expect them to get that many receptions, but it, I think it'll open up everyone else because they'll have such a, you know, high regard for Tyreek Hill and just focus on him. Yeah, yeah. The, if, I think if I am like Hardman or Pringle, I would be trying to get an MVP because – Hardman and Pringle are speedsters, and they re- and they're very underrated. Definitely, yeah. that's a that's a nice segue into uh, the next thing. Super Bowl predictions. Who are we gonna go I've for? I've already said Raining- this many times. Chiefs win thirty-one to twenty-four. You're gonna go for reigning champions over home field advantage. Yep. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna also go with uh, Chiefs. They're gonna win a second. Super Bowl in a row for the first What's time. What's your prediction? The score. Oh, score? I'd probably go um, 38-28. Okay. 38-28. Yeah. What about Alex? I don't know. I just don't think Make that a prediction. The, hold on. I just don't think that the Bucks can contain the weapons on the Chiefs' offense. So, Chiefs are going to win this game. 35 to 24. Okay. What about Ben? Yeah, I think 
I think the Chiefs, I think the, it'll be a, a battle. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, I think they'll have to duel it out. I think the Chiefs ultimately will take really encouraging against Josh Allen, who has had an unreal season. Definitely yeah. like the third best quarterback in the league. And I don't know, Mahomes, now, you know, he's coming back and he seems more healthy. Just Tyree kills just so hard. And then, you know, Travis Kelsey, everyone else. So, score, I guess I'll go 35-31 Chiefs. Oh, by the way, for the listeners who uh, don't know, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are actually hosting this uh, Super Bowl. And yeah, this is the, the first, first time, time in history. First time that any team has participated in a Super Bowl in their home stadium. And it'll be cool because at Raymond James Stadium um, right now in Florida, they don't have any – stadium restrictions like if they want they can pack the, the stadium as much as they want but I think they're like the maximum is about 20,000 fans and that's what they're gonna have 20,000 fans I don't know how many Lambo had but they certainly had a lot of fans on Sunday Lambeau was like about they made their 20%. presence felt there so they should totally totally have like 20 20,000 or 20,000 25,000 maybe fans so it'll be it'll be cool it'll be really cool see the old legend against Possibly the new best quarterback who could start a dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You got old versus young. 18 year difference. It's insane. 18 years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Although I did I did wish for Chiefs Packers because that yeah, would have been that would have been the Super classic one matchup. rematch. And four. Yeah. Wait, I thought the Chiefs want, beat the Vikings in Super Bowl four. Oh wait, did they? I think they. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, the Super Bowl one rematch. I wanted Super that. Bowl one rematch. I, don't, I didn't I want the they... Packers in the Super Bowl. They're not that fun to watch, in my opinion. That is fake news. Yeah, I kind of disagree. I like watching the Packers. Because like, yeah, they, I, they I like the way this matchup is run. I mean, I like watching. They had a great offense, except for like I, I would have thought you know with such a great offense. Having won so many games off having such a great offense, they would have, you know, tried to be more aggressive on that last play. And yeah, I think I Big Ben be could be on the move. I think he uh-huh. is for, for the okay. money. But there, there's, they're also like Pittsburgh's definitely one of the places that could trade for a quarterback. I've been seeing people like Matt Stafford or something guy like that. Which also, there are a lot of quarterbacks. Like, who do you think? Matthew Stafford, like, where do you think he'll be fit? I don't he'll, know. He'll definitely... uh, possibly the Colts. Yeah, Colts. Yeah, they could use a quarterback after uh, Philip Rivers' retirement. I don't uh, know. The definitely... thing with Stafford is, like, why would you want to get Stafford from Detroit when he's, like, I guess kind of washed up? Like, there's a reason Detroit released him. Like, why would another rebuilding team want to use him? I don't know. Maybe just a fresh start for him would be better because Detroit never has, you know, succeeded with people's careers. Like, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, like, all of them could have had better careers. But, you know, Matt, Matt uh, Stafford. That's a fair point. Way. So, like, possibly a fresh start could, could help him out. Like, there's definitely – a bunch of teams that are on the, you know, 
quarterback watch list, like the Niners, Washington, Patriots, Broncos possibly. I do not know why Washington is on that list. We already have our quarterback of the future. Hi, Nikki. Yeah, Taylor Heineke. You think he's good enough to come in and start next year? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Never <laughs> underestimate the Heineke. But, like, you could get, like, a better free agent that's, like, proven, though. No, we don't underestimate him. Matt Stafford is proven to be, what, mediocre. But Taylor like, Heineke has proven like to be a goat. God or, like, you know, someone I, else. I just is- think that you get more upside from Heineke. And also, he like, say we take a chance on a free agent, but then you have to sign them to a ton of money. Like, Heineke is probably – I think Heineke is playing for less than a million dollars. And so I don't think there's any harm in seeing if he can go. And also, you if he's decent, you could use him as kind I of a bridge I'd... quarterback. Oh, I didn't realize you're cut out there. Yeah, that happened to me earlier. I meant yeah. to say that, too. Okay, um, as I was saying, um, to add to that, I'd say um, if Heineke turns out to uh, just be a two-game wonder or how many games he played, uh, we could always go back to Alex Smith because he's proven. He can he can at least be decent. Yeah, but his career's over. Yeah, unfortunately for Alex Smith, I think the, the career, his yeah. career's over. Something's not right with that calf that was – surgically repaired and I think there's a reason why after a couple of games it started getting sore and don't get me wrong the guy has impeccable character and it was amazing to see him come back but I think it might be time to move on to other things for him and I don't know if he would be the best person for Washington to start I think Heineke is the way to go they might be the best option at that at this point Cause they don't. They don't have a. They don't have a good draft pick. Cause you, you know they made made the playoffs somehow. <laughs> I just don't think Heineke is good in the long term. But yeah, maybe for next year. I mean, he did. He did play really, really well against Brady. So like, definitely. He played, yeah. Yeah, he's a freaking goat. But like, I don't know. Like, I, if you have like, if you could like get a, a proven guy, like Heineke hasn't really proven that that much. Don't underestimate him. I got it. I agree with Ben actually has a fair has a good point because there are other people who have played kind of out of their talent zone, like and actually the Reds or the football team formerly known as the Redskins, they signed one of those guys, and y'all remember was Case Keenum. He played like an MVP in when he was on the Vikings for that one season. And, and then he the goes Broncos to Denver. Yeah, he goes to Denver, flops there, and then he gets traded to Washington where he played so poorly that he got benched for a rookie. And that's Dwayne Haskins. So Ben also has a point. Like, was Heineke's performance there just a one one and a half game wonder? I'm not sure. But I know what, going the QB into Mirage? The season, yeah, I know going into the season he deserves or he has a right to compete for the starting job. I don't know that signing a free agent from Detroit or some other high-profile guy is necessarily the best move for Washington. That's fair. You think you could reunite with, like, Teddy Bridgewater or something like that? 
No, he already has a contract. Does I think he? the I Panthers will Panthers keep him around for. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. What are you saying, Ben? Who could reunite with Teddy Bridgewater? Rivera. Rivera. No, wait, not Rivera. No way, but Rivera he, wasn't uh, on the. He wasn't on the. No, team. Rivera was on the Panthers. Are you talking about Cam Newton? Maybe going to Washington. Yeah, I actually like I Cam. Know. I don't know. Like I just, I feel like Cam Newton. I wouldn't want him if I'm like a team. <laughs> I just really wouldn't want. Like I feel like he's just. He hasn't shown much upside. Like, I mean, he made Belichick change like his entire offense to play with him. Like you have to make some make him run and shit, and like I don't know. Yeah, that's true. With Cam Newton, you have to do the um the quarterback draw like uh, every time on like no, 31. but at times during this past season, Cam Newton looked like he forgot the laws of how to throw a football. Yeah, like, I would see him throw, and it would just go into the dirt like a couple yards before it hits the receiver. Yeah, I I agree with Ben. I wouldn't. I'm not so hot on Cam Newton. Maybe it's just a year. He's rusty. I don't know. Or maybe it had something to do with him getting COVID, but possibly. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, one sure guy someone is going to take a chance on him, though. Someone oh, yeah. will. I agree with Kyle. Someone is going to take a chance on Cam Newton. Yeah, that's so Someone's true. Coming. Would you guys be more comfortable taking a chance on Cam Newton or it's drafting right some now. rookie quarterback? Oh, yeah, but someone who is interestingly enough, as a Jets fan. Considering going to the Jets, Deshaun Watson, what do you guys think is the best move for him? Because he, he said I think he, was he should go like the Colts, like a real team, not the Jets. They're terrible. What about Miami? Oh, Miami, no, they got two of them. Oh, come on. Why he would he go to he Miami? He wants to go to they Miami. They could tra- but that, that's the thing. Then they trade him to the Texans. Yeah, don't the, uh, don't the Miami Dolphins players not believe in Tua? Is it, what? Where did you? A hear few that? of them. A few of them said they're not like set on him yet. But like, I, I don't know. I don't think it. I don't know. Has he earned the respect? Fitzpatrick played really well, and then Tua late in the season had to get replaced. Has he like earned enough respect in Miami? But like, I would keep him. But Deshaun Watson said like he wants to go to Miami or possibly New York as well. Doesn't he have a no trade clause in his contract, Deshaun Watson? Well, he's going to get traded. Like, there's no doubt. No. Kind of inevitable. Like, he really wants out, and I don't know. Yeah. They kind of they have to restart. I feel bad for Houston, though. They've lost, like – and they're going to lose J.J. Watt. Like, they've lost wait, all Wait, wait. Their... Why do you think they're going to lose him? Because he said he wants to, like, move on as well. Like, they – like, wants to part ways. Okay. Wow. That's what I've heard. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure. That's what I've seen. But it's just like Houston sports has been getting rocked. You know, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And then the whole baseball stuff recently. All that controversy. Thank you for listening to the Total Bro Sports Podcast.